I'm Carrie. And I'm Stephanie. And this is the Love and Nonsense Podcast. Hi, Stephanie. Hey, Carrie. So today we're doing Mystery Week. Woohoo! Our most popular week last week. I know. Last week. <laughs> last year. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody was talking about it. And then they turned around and had like barely any mysteries. Although I, know. I will say when we were talking the other week about, you know, the f- best movies of the year and stuff like that, I didn't even think about one of these movies on the list of movies. I know you named them, but like I wasn't processing fast enough to like make sure I like, oh yeah, that one and that one and that one, you know? So mm-hmm. I wasn't even thinking about one of these. And then when I made my <laughs> Man Crush Monday today, I purposefully left off Aurora Tea Gardens because I did a MCM on Nile between the Aurora Tea Garden and the new uh, Family History because that was the week that that premiered. Mm-hmm. And then Nikki and Nora didn't really have a love interest. <laughs> so I like left that one off. And I just did Cut, Color, Murder, and The Curious Caterer, like, oh, here's the guys, and completely forgot about Francesca Quinn P.I. until I was putting together the... the, the I forgot about Francesca Quinn, too. (laughs) You didn't put it in your your thing? No, I I completely forgot about that. Oh, okay. Well... Well, I mean, I, like, recorded it way back when, obviously, but I forgot that that was a thing. (laughs) It's so funny because we were we had that whole like story. Who would we cast we... type thing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that reminds me that we because we made up our own mystery storylines for that week. We oh, we, we should did. do that again for this week. We should. Okay, start thinking about it so I can okay. make the slides. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that was fun. It was, and I really, I, I kind of do want to write that mystery. I've started like a paragraph of it. That's so funny. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So I figured I would just go through like I did last year where we went through all the premieres. I put them in order from when they aired. And then I just went ahead and ranked them like we normally do and Mm -hmm. added like a mystery section instead of like Christmas or whatever. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. So the first movie to air was on February 6th, Cut, Color, Murder. And this starred Ryan McPartland and Julie Gonzalo. And the summary is when a beauty pageant creator is found dead, a savvy hairdresser works with a detective and risks everything to clear the names of those she loves. This one, the set, I gave it a two. I'm honestly rating them now. I don't really remember much about the set of this one. Oh my God. Other than it was a beauty pageant most of the time or a hair salon. There was like a bar, mm. but I don't really remember anything about it. So I was like, I'll give it a two because nothing really stood out to me about it. So I just went mm-hmm. ahead and gave it a two. For style, I gave it a three. I also remember nothing really stood out for it on me, which is interesting because you would think with her being a hairdresser. Yeah, that she would w- maybe have a cooler style. But from yeah. what I remember from the previews, she looked fairly basic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what I remember, though? I remember Ryan in that tan trench coat because I like that look. <laughs> yeah. Well, and he looked great in the movie, but it was not like, I mean, the guys, I feel like all the style lands on the women every single time. <laughs> I know. 
But for storyline, I gave it a three. I thought the storyline was fine. I don't love the whole like hairstylist. I kind of get have a hard time with the mysteries when the like the person doesn't have a job that kind of would warrant being good at this. But her ex-husband was a cop. So that's one thing. And she does get a lot of the gossip in her chair. So that does also help mm-hmm. when solving the mysteries. Those two things did, like, I wouldn't have picked hairdresser and might have marked it down for it, but I didn't mark it down for it because of those kinds of things. For stars, I gave it a five because, you know, I love Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> and I re- I like Julie. She's, like, a good actress. I mean, I don't see her in a ton of stuff, so I don't feel like she could be, like, my favorite actress. But she's a very solid actress, and I thought she did a good job. As far as the mystery goes, I gave it a four. And the reason I gave it a four was they really left it hanging on this. So there is this mystery, like this side thing about her husband getting killed Mm -hmm. as a cop, as a storyline that they kind of have left (laughs) open-ended. Well, I mean, that makes sense if they want to make this into a series, right? Right. Right. And there's this part at the end, which I'm not going to, I don't want to ruin it, but there's a part at the end where she thinks that Ryan's character might know more about her husband than he lets on to know about her husband. Hmm. I got that from the preview too. Okay, good. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I did mark it up for that. I really liked that aspect of it, but I will say, That's one of the things that I really enjoyed about Redemption and Cherry Springs, and they have yet to make it a second one of those. Oh, the side mystery to continue, but they haven't continued it? Yeah. Yeah. Because she had that, she's a reporter, and there was somebody coming after her as a reporter, you know, and that's mm -hmm. the reason she went back home. And it's like, they never, like, without another one, we can't know what happened, and I want to know what happened. (laughs) Well, and that's the same thing with the Jesse Metcalf ones, right? We oh, still yeah. haven't figured out his past. That's true. And don't know that we ever will. <laughs> well, and that's one of the good things about these is like those kinds of storylines help to lead you on. But if you're not going to make the rest of the movies. I know. Don't why do it? lead them on. Yeah. <laughs> that, that drives me crazy. So I'm hopeful that they will be making more. I did notice when I was going through the list of the mysteries to find the dates that these aired. Mm -hmm. Um, Redemption in Cherry Springs was actually before the Aurora Tea Garden ones, which I thought was interesting. And I don't know if it's because they put all the ones that only had one together, although Curious Caterer was top because it has another one coming out, right? Um, Mm -hmm. So I don't know, though, if that was the reason Or maybe they're working on another one, so it is going to continue to be one of their newer ones. I don't know why they wouldn't do it. They could technically do it under their mahogany line. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it fits under their mahogany line, but... Well, if they're telling black stories, you know what I'm saying? But is that what the Cherry Springs one is? What makes that one a black story and not the Hollywood Robinson Pete morning show ones? Well, no, that one could be too, except for... The only reason I was thinking of that one was because I was not thinking that the Holly Robinson Pete ones had started so earlier in the in the line. You know what I'm saying? Like it had started so long ago. 
I just wasn't even thinking about them. Yeah. I think the thing with mahogany is they are specifically like black stories of perspectives, like catered to their journey versus the the morning show mysteries or like the cherry springs just because it's a black lead right lady and guy doesn't automatically make it a mahogany because they're not necessarily telling specifically black stories and journeys i i feel like there's a line there that i am not i don't know that i'm explaining it clearly but (laughs) i think there's a line no i mean i can i can see that i was just thinking you know it could potentially be under that and then they would have another reason to make more of them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To mm-hmm. kind of put more movies into that category. But I mean, I don't think it needs to be. I was just saying it could have been. Okay. So the next one was February 20th and that was Aurora Tea Gardens Haunted by Murder. And this one, of course, has Candace Cameron Bray and Niall Mater. A murder investigation is reignited in the house that is considered haunted by the Lawrenceton locals and where years ago Aurora and Sally as teenagers discovered a body. So the set on this one, I gave it a four. I like Lawrenceton because it has that downtown setting with the waterfall, like basically looks like it's in the town. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I like Mm -hmm. that in general, but then the old house was really cool. So I did give it a four on the setting style. I gave it a three. Aurora looks like Aurora. (laughs) I don't realize. She doesn't change very much. No, it's a, it's like the same kinds of things over and over, which is fine. I mean, they, they've built the character and that's who the character is. So it makes sense, yeah. but mm-hmm. nothing stood out. The storyline, I gave it a four and I marked it up because I really liked the flashbacks with Candace and I can never think of Sally's real name. Alex, Alexis, oh. Alexis. I thought her name was Lexa Doig or something like Lexi, that. Lex, Lexa Doig. Yeah. Or Doig. I don't know how you say it. Lexa is her name. So their daughters in real life played them as teenagers and they both really looked like them. Because <laughs> you can totally have a kid and your kid doesn't look anything like you. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was like the most interesting aspect of that movie that they got to play their moms. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I don't know if I would think it was the most interesting. I really liked the haunted aspect of this movie. So that also gives it a kick up for me. I wouldn't still say it's like a five or anything, but I did like that it was a little bit different. You don't really get to haunting ones that often in these situations. You know what I'm saying? So it was a little bit different. Well, and I liked that. So, I mean, obviously Aurora, Keegarden movies have been going for forever and they have so many of them and it's always like going forward kind of thing and this one was a looking back kind of thing right yeah and exploring more their backstories so i did appreciate that direction obviously doesn't matter now anymore but (laughs) doesn't guess that's all you're gonna get (laughs) (laughs) well and because of that whole aspect i also gave it a five for stars because I was thinking of all of the stars together. So you're you're talking about the normal cast of people. Peter, Peter Benson, Mary Lou Henner, like everybody that's in there. Plus then adding in the daughters coming into it and playing and seeing them as younger, you know, their younger selves. 
I just really liked that in this one. I would not normally give Aurora Tea Garden a five, I don't think, but just the whole thing together bumped it up for me. Yeah, it was a nice aspect. And then for mystery, I gave it a four. Again, I think this was more about the haunted aspect of it in the flashbacks kind of a thing. Um, because there was the mystery in the first one and the like the mystery in the flashbacks and then the mystery now tied together. So I liked that. And I gave this one a love. There's, there's a theme here. <laughs> so the next one was April 10th, Curious Caterer Dying for Chocolate. And this one had Nikki Deloche and Andrew Walker, Colorado Caterer Goldie Berry, which that name I really hate. <laughs> Teens. Yeah, it's it's a terrible one. <laughs> it's so bad. Uh, teams with Detective Tom Schultz to identify the ingredients that led to the mysterious death of her friend and ends up discovering a hidden recipe for murder. So the set for this one, I gave this one a three. I don't remember anything that really stood out to me other than the house that kind of looks like the house that I visit occasionally that looks like a Hallmark set. That's the only thing that I can really remember about it and it's one that's used in several movies so it wasn't like spectacular or anything to me so just gave it a three on set style I did give it a four though because they all got dressed up for this one party in it and they looked great like everybody looked great Nikki looked really sassy in her dress and the photos like the promo photos she looks really great with Andrew and so I marked it up on style for that um, the storyline, I gave it a three. This was not my favorite storyline. I don't know. It wasn't a bad movie. I still give it a love. So it's not like it was a bad movie or anything. I am looking forward to seeing them together again because I don't think I felt, and I wonder if other people felt this way, I didn't feel like a super big connection between them. And Which maybe is really I need- odd. Yeah. And maybe I just need to rewatch it. It has been since April since I've seen it. So that could be adding to it. Like maybe I should have rewatched these before we had these conversations. But mm-hmm. I have other things I have to watch. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't done those either. So uh, the, they did not get rewatched. So that's the only thing. And, you know, this is another one of those having a caterer as the other person. I don't know. I'm just not a huge su- super fan of that aspect. So, well, they have so many food people. That's as true. The detectives. So it's kind of like ugh, another one. Even if we've, it is Nikki. Yeah, we've done this before. Been there been there done that. Yeah. <laughs> Stars obviously you have to give it a 5 cuz Nikki and Andrew are great. So, um I am looking forward to seeing the second one to see how their relationship grows. Um, The mystery, I gave it a three. Again, this is a normal, we've kind of been there, done that storyline. But I did give it a love. But it sounds like it was a middling love. It is a middling love. And if it hadn't been Nikki and Andrew, it probably may not have been a love at all. (laughs) Yeah, that is so funny because we were so looking forward to that one. I know. I'd be curious. I mean, I know you're not going to watch it. (laughs) I will will watch it eventually, yes. But I'd be curious to know what you thought. Okay. And then the next one didn't come until September, September 25th. Francesca Quinn P.I., the the one I forgot, starring Mallory Jensen and Dylan Bruce. Private investigator Francesca Frankie 
Quinn is hired to her fiance to find her fiance's killer. She must work with her detective ex, Wynn, and trust the person who broke them up and ruined their lives. Okay, so the set on this one, again, I gave it a three. They were two different settings. They, like, went into Seattle and then their little town, I guess, if I'm remembering correctly, but nothing really stood out to me. Style, I gave it a two. I did not love Mallory's style in this. Like, a lot of it, she's wearing, like, just the boring jacket for, um being a medical examiner or whatever because that was what her job was before and there were flashbacks well and i know we hated the pictures of her that they released yeah so sorry couldn't do it so hopefully when if they make another one or when they make another one they will do a better job on the styling now granted if they're not doing the flashbacks maybe she won't be wearing the jacket like that as much and it would be like her natural like more of her natural style i don't know but we shall see (laughs) storyline i'm gonna give it a four there was an aspect to this where there's one character that was so unexpected and the person who played it was so unexpected of playing that character that even from the beginning of the movie and you don't know what's happening i was like oh my gosh (laughs) so for that i marked the storyline and the stars up to four um for that you know, Mallory yeah. is not usually my favorite. Dylan, I liked him in that one movie, but I don't really know him from anything else. So mm-hmm. it's not like I was like committed to these people like Nikki and Andrew, you know? And then the mystery, I also gave it a four and it was a love. <laughs> All of these are loves. I know. I told you there's a, there's a theme here. <laughs> All right. And the last one for last year was on October 2nd. Nikki and Nora, sister sleuths. This is starring Rhiannon Fish and Hunter King. Fraternal twins, Nikki and Nora, are forced back into each other's lives when they inherit a detective agency. As they solve a murder, they realize their differences may be their greatest advantage. So this one for set, I actually gave it a four because I really loved how they used the set to tell the different twins' stories. So... Rhiannon's character is a lawyer, successful, and her home looks like that. Hunter's character is (laughs) not successful. She's like basically getting evicted from her little apartment. So it was like, that was an interesting aspect of how they very clearly showed the differences in the background of these two characters. But then also... The detective agency that they inherited, I thought it was really cool and it was a hot mess. Like, I can't even imagine the effort that the the set people had to put into creating that place. (laughs) There was, like, stuff everywhere. So that's why I marked it up to the set up to four. Style, I gave it a five. I think that there is also a benefit for having two female leads in this because you get Mm -hmm. two people's style. And again, I really liked how they used the style to really build the characters. So um, Rhiannon's character was very buttoned up suits. She's a lawyer, you know, just very precise and perfect. And then Hunter is like in these little floral dresses or her hair is a little wild or whatever. So I did enjoy that aspect and just having two female leads, you got two different looks. Mm -hmm. Um, For storyline, I also gave it a five. Dang. 
they had somewhat of a love interest that you thought might be a love interest. But then by the end, you're like, what is going on here? (laughs) So that was an interesting aspect of the storyline. They also had one of these leaving clues for what's going to come. So if they don't make any more, then I take away some of my storyline points. (laughs) Because... They don't know why they inherited this detective agency and their parents have both passed away and this guy knew their parents. So you have this whole, this whole backstory Hmm. line of the parents, why they fell out of contact, why this guy left the detective agency to them, Mm -hmm. that sort of thing. I also liked that Rhiannon was a lawyer. She's a criminal defense lawyer, I think. So that really helped her be able to know what she's be a looking detective, for. Yeah. Yeah. Because Hunter's character was like an actress, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> for the stars. I gave this one a five. Also, this was very clearly my favorite one. <laughs> I <laughs> they said saved the best for last. Wait, yeah. was it the last one? <laughs> yeah. I, and I mean, I mentioned this, that I thought it would be my favorite, but then when I was sitting here actually doing this, the, this ratings, I was like, uh, yeah, I think it is actually my favorite. So I really liked the two of them together and having two leads that, um, are not, they're working together, but they're not romantic. Mm-hmm. So I thought that that was a good storyline. And then the mystery, I gave it a five because I didn't see, like, I kind of questioned what was coming But I didn't necessarily see it coming. And then I was like, please don't have that be what happens. And then that is what happens. And you know, I love that kind of thing. Yeah. (laughs) When it's like, (laughs) not what you would want to happen. I'm like, all for it. So that's why I got a five. It also got a love. Also got my number one spot in the movies. And then second, I would probably put the Aurora Tea Garden one. (laughs) People might be mad at me about this. People very have lots of opinions. (laughs) about Aurora Tea Gardens but uh, I put it there because of the flashback stuff I Mm -hmm. I don't know that like any of the other ones that I had seen would necessarily be that high in this list but that one specifically I really like the flashback then I put Dying for Chocolate and I put it next because of Nikki and Andrew and the fact that we're getting a second one so I (laughs) that yeah that's a strong motivator to yeah bump it up Mm -hmm. then Cut Color Murder and then Francesca Quinn, P.I. Because, you know, she was forgotten for the longest time. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even remember that Left that was a no movie. impression at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel bad, but that's how I rate them. So. Those are the mysteries. Those are the mysteries. I still need to watch. And I'm thinking I might, I might do stories this week. So I still haven't fully come up with my ideas for stories, but I was thinking of doing a story where I show the movie that aired last year and then let people pick what order they would put them in. So like, here's the movie, Cut, Color, Murder. Would you put it first, second, third? Oh, wait, there's five of them. Dang it. Can't do that on a poll. Nope. Stupid Instagram. (laughs) One of them gets a bye week, so, or bye day, so they get to pass on. I mean, Curious Caterer would definitely not be in the list of people's least favorite, I don't think. No. (laughs) Maybe I'll do like a, what's your least favorite? Ignore Curious Caterer and let people vote on the least favorite. And then I can do the other four with what's left. (laughs) That's a good decision. Okay. Yeah. So 
And then we will also do our stories at some point this week. So I'll have to think about what I want it to do. Last time we did like a New Orleans theme. Yeah, because we were like, nobody ever does Mardi Gras because that was the whole thing. Uh-huh. You know, yep. we, need to, we need to come up with a theme right now. Okay. We're gonna, I'm going to spring it on you. <laughs> what do you think the theme should be? Because I picked last year. So I'm perfectly okay leaving the theme to you. Because I, reason... I picked it last year because Mardi Gras is in February. And they had all those mysteries, and we were like, why aren't they having a Mardi Gras themed one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and hmm. I think we also did, um, I think we both did a mystery, and we both did a normal movie, didn't we? Or did we not? You know, I think we did do a normal movie, now that you're saying it. Let me look it up. But I just really remember my mystery. But Maybe you did a mystery, and maybe I did not a mystery? Let me let me see. Let's go back. Our Hallmark movie ideas set in New Orleans. Storyline Hallmark. Storyline mystery. Okay, so you did the Hallmark one and I did the mystery one. Okay. So yeah, you're right. Okay. So this time we're going to just do mystery and mm-hmm. you're going to come up with one and I'm going to come up with one and then we're going to cast who we would cast in them. And... We need a theme, though. Yeah, we <laughs> need a theme. Uh, okay, what have we been like? Hallmark misses this stuff. I don't want to do Valentine's Day because, I mean, they don't do a ton of Valentine's Day mysteries, but I feel like Valentine's Day is overdone. Like, they, we chose Mardi Gras because they don't do anything Mardi Gras. True. Um, hmm. President's Day. Tea. Just kidding. President's What the? <laughs> <laughs> it's the only other <laughs> Holiday. Oh my gosh. No. Um, um, it doesn't necessarily need to be February or March. It could be no, some no, no. other time during the year that they don't focus on. I was going to say we could do a Christmas mystery because they do not do those. <laughs> but it's not Christmas time either. So no. I don't know that it has to be a holiday. Mardi Gras was such a good idea. It's like hard to top it. <laughs> What about St. Patrick's Day? Yeah, yeah, let's do St. Patrick's Day. I like that one. Okay. Okay, so good job, Carrie. St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> and do we want to set it? Is there a specific our Irish location? Oh. I mean, my, my mind goes to like Boston, but I don't really care. What if we set it in Ireland? I mean, we could definitely do that. Or we could just pick Ireland like as a location instead of picking St. Patrick's Day. I like your St. Patrick's Day theme, though. Why don't we just go St. Patrick's Day? We'll if you want it in Ireland, you can make it in Ireland. If not, it won't be. Okay, I've got an idea already. Dang, already? Yeah. For a I mystery? can't tell you what it is. Ah, oh, I'm curious. Do you have an idea of who you want to be in it already? No. Okay. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Do you have an idea of who you want to be in it already? No. I don't have any ideas at all for St. Okay, Patrick's good. Day. <laughs> I need to think about it. Let it percolate. So, yeah, we'll share those later this week when we come up with them. Yeah. That'll be fun. That will be fun. I like okay. It. I think now I can wrap it up. Yep. So, if you don't already, you should follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Love and Nonsense Podcast. And that's where you'll be able to see our mysteries for St. Patrick's Day, which will be great. And you can also subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, that whole shebang. If you subscribe, 
then you'll get notifications whenever we drop a new episode, which is very important since we're going to be on this hiatus thing every other month. (laughs) It'll just make your life easier. So subscribe, leave us a rating or a review because those help other listeners find us at the Love and Nonsense podcast. And yeah, I think that's all. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye.